Welcome to Connect to Joy. Your host, Carol DeShane, is an intuitive spiritual guide for practical matters and Marconic multidimensional energy practitioner. Her quest is to help you realize new possibilities, discover and release what holds you back, and enable you to manifest an inspired life filled with joy. Join us on this journey of transformation. Now, here's your host, Carol DeShane. Welcome, beautiful spirits. Let me ask you, are you or someone you know resisting success? And do you even know if you're doing it? If you try everything you know and your life doesn't look like your version of success, you may just be resisting the success you truly want. Whether it's from fear or something else, well, let's look at that today. Because you may feel like you're fighting yourself, other people, or the whole universe, and it's a total uphill battle to have the life that you truly want. Today, we're going to look at what success is. And believe it or not, it can be incredibly complicated. Why someone would resist success? What that might look like, just in case you're not aware if you're doing it or not. How others may play a part. And eight tactics to reverse and abate that resistance and get you on the success train. And the tactics can all be done in a row, or you can leave part of it out if it doesn't apply to you. So first, what is success? Like any good lawyer, the answer is, well, it depends. What do you want? To one person, success means a certain amount of money. To another, it's owning a house, maybe a specific house in a certain area, or maybe owning a certain car. In old days, it might have been a Porsche, a Ferrari, or even a Maserati. But now it may be a Tesla. Maybe it's being happily married. Or maybe success for you means that you have successful children, meaning that they're happy. Or maybe that they go to a great college or university, do well in their career, get married, have happy children. Success can also mean that you are happy. You find joy, peace, maybe a deep connection to source. Think about what success means to you. To me, it used to mean a job where I was making a good amount of money and getting married and having children. I had to rethink the having children at some point when it didn't happen. Later, success and my idea of it changed. It shifted. It became about getting clients for my business, Connected Joy, and again, maybe some making some money, but it wasn't all about the money. And finally, as of now, it became a little more well-rounded. I wanted to be financially free to live and do what I want. Well, my interpretation of financially free, that means something different to each person. And especially, I wanted to follow my passion, which is connecting to source, finding my joy, and helping others do the same, and have people in my life that I can share those things with, that connect to my vibration. For most people, usually success is a combination or an, of a number of things, including comfort, safety, joy, love, money, home, career, travel, happiness. You get the idea. Everybody wants different things, but sometimes you're just focusing on one area of your life that you want success in, which might be your career or maybe finding love. So you want to focus on something because maybe it's the thing that you want the most. So again, I ask you, what does success mean to you now? Because even though I asked originally what it means to you, 
realize that the meaning may have changed as you go through life, and that it may change again. Mine did, and mine shifted. It took about 40 years for the first one to shift, but then it shifted in less than 10 years. So look at where you're at, and you might also want to look at where you were in the past, whether that's just 10 years ago because you're only 30, or whether it's 20 or 30 years back to see how that idea of success has changed. And what you want to focus on right now is a whole other thing. Now next, why would someone resist success? Logically, we think that made no sense whatsoever. You want what you want, right? We all want our dreams, goals, and plans to come true, don't we? However, why we resist success is again very individual, and it depends on what part of your life that you may be resisting. Maybe you failed in the past, and you expect it to happen again, so why try? Maybe you're resisting success because you don't think you deserve it. You don't feel you're worthy. Maybe you don't think that you're good enough. You're afraid your friends will stop talking to you. Maybe you think success may change you. So let's take those apart for a minute. If you're resisting success because something has failed in the past and your expectations are low, you may not want to get involved with a relationship because you may think, eh, why would I do that? The relationship is just going to fail anyway. Or maybe you let it go for a certain number of dates or months or whatever time frame you have. And if you look back, you realize when you get to a certain point, you aren't expecting it to go beyond that or you aren't expecting to be happy beyond a specific amount of happy. Maybe your career, you expect it to not get promoted, to not go beyond that. Or if you've changed habits in the past, like smoking or addictions or something, you want to shift something, and you haven't been able to make it happen. And you failed in the past, so you don't think it's even possible to do it. And the next one about thinking you deserve the success, it could be, again, love-related. It could be financial or promotions. It could be any number of things, maybe just even getting hired at a job. You don't think you deserve it. And so other people look at you the same way, like, oh, well, they're not good enough. If that's what you believe in yourself, it's very likely someone else may do that to you. If you don't think you're good enough or smart enough or attractive enough or educated enough, other people may also, again, think the same way. People who are afraid their friends will stop talking to them almost because they feel like if they get more education, they get more successful, the friends who aren't successful will start talking about them. They'll start moving away from them and they may lose friends. But then they have to realize maybe those aren't the friends to have. If you don't have friends who celebrate your success, then maybe you would need to let those friends go. But if you've had this issue that you're afraid you're going to lose your friends and maybe you don't have any other ones, that can also hold you back. If you think that success may change you, you may not know who you'll be if you're successful. You may not know if you'll still be yourself. You may look different. You may feel different. But would you like that person? I have an exercise for that later on that you can do to see who you'd be and what it would feel like to be successful. Next, I want to look at What does resisting success look like? Because you may go, it's not that I'm resisting, it's just that I don't have it. And you're going, well, that's why I'm listening. I want to know if I actually am resisting success, because if that's getting in my way, well, heck, I want success. 
What is my issue? If you don't think that you are resisting success, or if you're not sure, let's look at what does it look like in your life? Because obviously you don't get what you think you want, then something is disconnected. Your dreams, plans, goals, if they don't quite or maybe don't at all get fulfilled. So let's start with your career. It may look like sometimes if you have clients or customers in your business, people will show an interest and then they won't follow up on becoming your clients. Or maybe they'll kind of sort of step in and they go, no, never mind. And you get that a lot. Maybe opportunities either don't show up at all or they don't come through. Things that you're promised, new possibilities. So somehow either you don't follow up on stuff or they don't come through on their own. Because if you don't follow up on things, there's a reason why. You might miss out on a raise or promotion for some reason, whether you think it's your fault or your boss is just not paying attention to see how wonderful you are. Something's happening. And so that's what resisting success may look like. Your job may change unexpectedly, and it isn't what you wanted. Maybe financially you hit a plateau and you can't seem to break through it because maybe you don't think you're worth more money or that you can't have more. Again, we'll look into these, how to fix all these later. If you're really resisting success, you may have almost no clients or prospects, no matter how hard you try. You may be basically spinning your wheels and getting nowhere, either in your job or your business. And financially in general, you may save for a rainy day, but unfortunately that rainy day always comes, so there is no savings. You may even go into your 401k, so you have nothing because you're so in debt, because financially you're just not successful and whatever that looks like to you. You may not be able to save anything because things come up right away. And with your job, maybe you stop getting raises or they're minimal. People may ask to borrow money and don't repay it. Or maybe they even steal from you. Does any of this sound familiar yet? Because if you're resisting success, your life is not going to look the way you want. Let's move on to romantic relationships. Because resisting success may look like you might not have anyone in your life, ever, romantically. You might stay married or with someone for a very long time, even though it isn't pleasant or it's downright bad for you. Because you don't think you deserve more. You deserve someone better for you. You may keep changing romantic partners, but they're the same type of person who leaves you or abuses you. You can see the other person easily with this. That you're so happy when they quit with somebody and then they get another person and they look exactly the same to you. They're going, they're treating them the same. They may have a different face, different name, but it looks like the same person, the same as that kind of relationship. They haven't learned anything and moved forward, so they deserve better. And if that's you, you may not see it as often, but your friends will. And if you're online dating, maybe resisting success will look like you may not attract anyone, or you may get just spammers. Or maybe you get what seems to be a real human, and it's feeling really good. And all of a sudden, they stop contacting you, and you don't know what happened. You're going, did they die? What's going on? But you don't know. So maybe what you're putting out there is what's coming back to you. And so you're resisting success because you're afraid, then maybe all you get are fear-based people who won't follow through. You may find that you're not on the same page. Your dreams and goals are totally different. 
that you argue or say very little and communication is just very poor. If you're resisting success with friends or family and having a really good connection, if that's what you want, you may just feel disconnected. Maybe you or they don't return texts, phone calls, or emails in a timely manner, especially if it's important. All of a sudden you're going, well, hello, two days later, maybe if I don't remind you, you're going to get back to me or vice versa. You don't respond to them. Oh, I forgot. Or, oh, I didn't seem important. Or, oh, it's them. I didn't want to communicate with them. You may not follow through on the promises that are made, or maybe they don't show up on time. They don't follow through with promises they make to you. And again, communication may not be the best. And there may be misunderstandings and arguments. Your version of success has to do with being connected to friends or family, and you're seeing all of these things or any of these things, you might go, maybe I am resisting success and and having these close friends that I want or having this love life or having this job or whatever it is. Because even spiritually, you may be resisting success in communicating or connecting to the God source that you believe with. Maybe you are God or Christ or Buddha or um, whoever whatever you may call it, your divine connection, you may feel disconnected. You may not have any inner peace or have a really hard time getting there or finding joy. You might be depressed all the time because spiritually you can't connect to raise your vibration. If you're psychic or intuitive, you might feel like you're getting misinformation or just not connecting well enough or that you can't get answers for yourself, but you can get it for everybody else. And a lot of psychics have that issue because they're resisting that success for themselves, but they're happy to help other people. Generally, you may be resisting success if other priorities are always getting in the way. I'll do that for me when this other thing gets done. And you may feel like you absolutely have to do the other priority, but it isn't always the case. You may be resisting success if you're not totally clear on your dreams, your goals, or your your desires, since subconsciously maybe you don't want to succeed. You may not make a plan or make specific goals, and instead you vaguely know what you want, but don't take true action towards having them succeed. Maybe you don't understand why things aren't going how you want them to. Or maybe you feel like you can't win. You may not feel like you're good enough or smart enough or attractive enough, depending on what your success goal is. And you may feel like you're fighting yourself, other people, and or the whole universe out there, which I mentioned earlier. Success in some way, shape, or form may seem impossible. And sometimes, unfortunately, you may feel like you want to give up. And maybe you do in certain areas. So that's how you know if you're resisting success. Obviously, not all of those things will apply, and it depends on what you're looking for. Most people think of success as career. But really, you're successful in your mind, maybe, if you're happily married. So look at what that means, going back to the first section. What does success mean for you? And then you'll be able to see how you're resisting it. I want to take a a quick moment here to look at how other people play a part in your resisting success. Or your fear, if you're willing to name it that way. Because sometimes resisting, it has to do with fear of one sort or another. Now, in romance... People may have abandoned or abused you. So however they acted, well, it's your choice how you respond. Sometimes past patterns in love may color the way you act with the current person. It may make you respond and it may push your buttons so you push people away. 
people in the past definitely can impact and play a part in how you resist success. In friendship, it's the same way. If you had someone you considered a friend who always criticized you, if you have a new friend even slightly hints at it, then that may trigger you to overreact. And sometimes to such an extent, the new friend may become a former friend, especially by text or when we respond because we think somebody's meaning something and we don't get a clear picture before we react in a negative way. You may come from a poor family, so earning more money may trigger them to ask you for a handout and you don't want to deal with that. Or earning more money may make you feel like an outsider. Same thing happens when some people get more education than most, if not all, of their family. They may feel more disconnected and not part of that family anymore. You may be afraid that people will start to treat you differently. And being successful can be stressful, especially if you think your loved one or the people you grew up with will exclude you and push you out of the circle you run in, even if the circle you run in may not be the most desirable for your future. It's still one you know and you don't want to let go of, necessarily. And one more reason I want to cover is that maybe the peer pressure or family pressure to stay in a certain career field or a certain job or even in your marriage may stop you from following certain dreams. So you, your idea of success may be to be in a happy marriage and maybe your marriage isn't so happy, but they've told you well, there's no divorce in this family. You cannot get a divorce. That might be a little old school, but I know that Some people in the past have told me that when I was coaching them. There's also a lot of family pressure if everybody in the family is in one career and they expect you to be in that career too. And your goal or your dream and your idea of success would be a whole other career. You might not feel like you can step out and try it or do it. So that's how other people pay a part in perhaps your resisting success. And now we get to probably what you might have been waiting for, my eight tactics to embrace success instead of resisting it. Depending on who you are and how you feel, you can skip some of these tactics, but pay attention to all of them and use the ones that resonate with you. And if you are adamant that one doesn't, look at that one again, just because sometimes we're resisting that one, and that might be the exact one we need to look at. First, concentrate and really figure out what your idea of success is. I ran you through some of this earlier, so you should have a semi-clear idea now of what it is you want. Don't be vague. Get it crystal clear. And then accept that you can have something even better than that. So write it out if you can, because then you can really see it in front of you. Type it in on your computer, save it, but really look at it. What is your idea of success? You might only want to look at a certain area of your life that you want to focus on right now, Keep this in your back pocket so you have it when you're looking at other areas of your life a year down the line, six months, maybe five years, so that you can do this again, focusing on a different area of your life. The second thing is to shift your mindset so that you realize that you're not alone. Many people don't succeed until they were older in life. So if you're having issues, even if you're 20 or 30 or 40, you may think it's too late. And other people who are 60, 70 or 80 are still succeeding in certain things in life. So realize that no matter what your age, now is the time to make the choice and decide that you truly do want success and to figure out how to make those dreams, goals, or plans come true. Now is the time. 
The third thing is to figure out the benefits of really going for this version of success. Is it worth shifting your mindset? Maybe you don't really need this sort of success. Maybe what you're looking at, the risks outweigh the rewards. So look at the worst case scenario and then look at the best case scenario. How do they land for you if the reward is so worth it? And the worst case scenario doesn't seem like it's going to happen, but it might, then just go for it. Are you willing to take the chance you might never succeed because you never truly tried? Or do you want to try knowing that you might not have a great reward, but it's really worth it in the long run? You might meet lots of people along your way or find another idea of success, another goal or plan that shifts you and might make it even better for you along the way. You don't even know. So look at the benefits and the risks versus the rewards. Number four is to figure out a step-by-step plan. Again, write it out so you can check off the steps as you go. It feels really satisfying. Make the steps doable, though, so you don't give up. Don't make the steps so huge that you look at it and you go, there's no way. Break it down. Do baby steps if you need to, or bigger chunks, but maybe you have finished college on your list so that you feel more like that's your idea of success right now. Break that down into apply to various colleges. The second step might be find the money, apply for loans or scholarships, or maybe that one's into numerous steps. And then the third thing would be to figure out how money-wise you'll live during your time in college. Maybe the fourth step would be after accepted, find a place to live near the campus, et cetera, et cetera. You can break down each step even smaller, like I said. Look at the baby steps if you need to. Make them really small if you are really hesitant about how it's going to work for you. And as you go along the step-by-step plan, you may find you don't know some of the steps. And that's okay. Do as many steps as you can, because once you take the first step, the other ones will start falling into place. It's like the universe goes, uh, you're doing that, and you're visualizing it, and you're, okay, I better start giving you possibilities. So make sure you're paying attention when step three, seven, or eight shows up as an idea or someone offers you something, and you're going, wait a minute. That's what I need for my step that I was missing. That's a brilliant idea. Take it and run. It happens a lot. Now, steps five and six have to do with shifting your mindset because you want to find any unconscious limiting beliefs as well. So number five is when you look at your dream and your plan to get it, do you feel totally on board or do you have doubts that it's even possible? Do you feel unworthy or undeserving of having the dream come true? Or maybe you feel like you aren't good enough or smart enough to follow through. Those are limiting beliefs that you're carrying around from past lives or just the past in this life, things that you could shift in some way that you may not know you even have. So really look at what those doubts you have are. If you're going, oh, I just don't think I could have it. Why? Why don't you think you can have it? If somebody else asks you that, you might get kind of bent out of shape or get very defensive. But if you ask yourself that and you get defensive, you'll look deeper. Why am I getting defensive? Ooh, my self-confidence isn't really strong on this. Why is that the case? What is it about me that makes me feel like I can't have this? Number six is also um, shifting your mindset. So it might be, all about fear of failure. 
Failure may be the opposite of success, but it's usually a road on the way to it. Without failure, we don't learn how to succeed. And generally, we don't appreciate success without failure. Now, if you have a fear of failure, and that's why you're resisting success, just know that failure in a venture does not make you a failure. You are not a failure. You are learning as you go. You just can't stop when you hit the failure because there is more after that if you want there to be. Sometimes failure also shows us that we need to shift our goals slightly because it's like, wait, it's not working the way I wanted it to. What is it? Oh, maybe I need to do this a little differently. Or I need to shift the ultimate goal because I really don't like science and being a doctor maybe isn't my best choice just because the family is a doctor. You get my drift. It makes you a human being when you let go of the failure because that makes you brave enough to step out and reach for what you want. Failure is a learning experience that all people go through in some or other area of your life. So don't let fear hold you back. Because in both five and six, once you're aware of the fear that you feel, or that you don't deserve the dream coming true, or that you don't feel enough in some way to get it, you can work towards letting it go. Because being aware is a huge step to seeing what's holding you back. You can let some of these go on your own. Or you can work with a spiritual life or business coach, depending on what area you're looking at. These people are great at working around blocks. Or perhaps you need a therapist if the issue feels it comes from abuse or other really deep-seated issue. There's no one way to heal and shift your mindset or change your limiting beliefs. So you might want to try a couple of different things if the first doesn't work out. Just don't give up. I know as a life coach that's certified in both spiritual life and business uh, areas, we help you move through those blocks We help you identify the blocks first because sometimes you just don't see what they are. So if you can even identify the blocks on your own, you're doing a huge service for yourself because that's something that can be a real issue to even figure out what it is that's holding you back. So if you can't, having a life coach help you identify the issues. And sometimes we also recommend therapists depending on what the issue is and where it comes from. So number seven, Take a few minutes a day, this one's fun, to visualize whatever dream, goal, or plan you have coming not only true, but really, what does it feel like to obtain this objective? Live in that moment. The success is true. Live in there for a moment when you visualize, knowing that you can easily handle any objections or obstacles that come up. It's fun and it really works. So take a couple minutes. Daydream. Only visualize yourself at the end of it, knowing that you succeeded in your goal, your plan, your dream, whatever it may be, and whatever area of your life it is, feel it true for you. Feel who you are once you get to that point. How happy are you? How confident are you? How do you feel about the success? Do you go, oh, it doesn't feel like anything. Who cares about doing this? Then go, okay, that wasn't my real dream or goal. That's not worth doing because if you visualize something, you go, well, I don't care about this. It's rare, but it happens. Then you save yourself a whole lot of time because you don't need to go after that particular dream or goal. And you can look back at the number earlier where you go, well, what do I really want? 
So maybe it adjusts and it shifts and just even fractionally can make a huge difference when you visualize and you go, oh yeah, this is it. This is what I want. This makes me feel good. And then number eight is to take action. Whatever you skip on the other ones, do not skip this one. You need to do number one and number eight at least. And there's some in the middle that make a whole lot of sense. When you take action, hopefully you did write down your plan, your goal, or your dream, and the steps to get there. And you're on a great path, just even doing that. So do whatever research you needed to do to understand, create that budget, or speak to others for information and help. Do whatever you need to do. And extra bonus points, if you like, find a mentor who has the success you want and ask them for help. Even if it's just having a lunch to ask them about the pitfalls and any questions you have. Tell them how they inspire you and ask them about their failures and what they learned and how they moved through them. It can be incredibly inspiring for both the student and the mentor in those cases. And you'd be surprised how many people are willing to talk to you. Even someone fairly successful that you think is a big deal may be willing to talk to you. You won't know until you reach out. And just say, hey, I want to do what you do. And I was wondering if you would have any time to maybe answer some questions. And I don't expect a lot from you. I would expect you to be there for me, but I really would love to at least talk to you once. And maybe they say, oh, no, I'd love to mentor you. You come to me anytime you want. And you'll go, oh, my God, really? They won't expect pay if they're a mentor, that kind of mentor. You can also hire people to be your mentor. That's a different kind of mentor. They will also be there for you but they do cost money. So look at the first choice first, if you can, to find people that you just reach out to that you know, because you know a lot more people than you think you do. And there's bound to be someone who knows someone, even if you don't know anybody, that you're connected to that is successful where you want to be successful. And another kind of bonus thing is when you're taking action, find someone to keep you on track. If someone holds you accountable in your timing and your actions, you're much more likely to stay on your path. Kind of like doing homework and having to report back to the teacher. You feel strange if you don't do your homework. Now, the right life coach for you is an excellent choice to help you make that plan, work with you on any blocks that come up, and be your accountability partner. Because that's what they do professionally. But you can find a friend who'll also hold you accountable, a spouse, whatever, so that you say, okay, weekly, I want to check in with you. I'll tell you what I want to get done. And then next week, let me talk about it with you. So let me go over those eight things one more time, just quickly. One is to figure out what your idea of success is. Be crystal clear. Two is to shift your mindset to realize that it's not too late to have success no matter what age you are, because lots of people have success later in life. So if you're young or somewhere in the middle, you go. And if you're older, go now. (laughs) Don't wait. Number three is look at the benefits of following through on whatever your dream, plan, or goal is. Look at that risk versus reward and see if it's worth it. Then push other priorities out of the way and go for it. Or maybe let it go if you think the risk is just a little too big for you. Because maybe it costs a lot of money and you, it's too difficult for your family if you do it. And maybe your spouse is on board, so it's okay. But maybe the risk you think, moving the whole family for a career opportunity versus not look at all those pieces of the puzzle. And then number four was to figure out a step-by-step plan to achieve the success you want. 
which includes what I've already just talked about. So number five is to become aware if you feel undeserving or not good enough, and then find a way to shift your mindset in that subconscious limiting belief, whether alone or with someone else. Number six was to become aware if you have a failure of failure, and again, to look to shift your mindset, because that's a very limiting belief in many different areas of your life. Whether you work alone with a life coach or a therapist on those number five and number six, Your happiness is definitely worth it, and you are worth it. And number seven is that fun one. Visualize your dream coming true and what the success would look like, not from where you're standing, but as though it actually happened, and it was true. So you're standing in your success and in your power and in that self-confidence you would have in whatever area of your life you're dealing with, knowing that, wow, I've done it. This feels amazing. And what do you feel like? What does it look like? And do that as often as you can, once a day, if you can, even for just a couple of minutes. Don't sit there for an hour and really go into detail. Really do the feeling part. Visualize it. Feel it. What does it feel like? And number eight was to take action on your plan. Don't forget to find a mentor if you need or want one who has already had the success you want. And just find someone to hold you accountable. Because sometimes we need that reporting back factor so that we can make sure we're staying on our plan. And you can do that for yourself, but it really doesn't have the same impact as needing to talk to someone. It's like getting that grade. You want that A if you're a good student. And if you don't care, then it's not the goal for you. It's not worth your priorities. It's not your time. If you're reporting back to somebody and you go, eh, I didn't do it, then there's fears or limiting beliefs around that goal. So look at that again. Or you just don't really want it and it shouldn't be a goal. But don't assume you don't want it. Look at it again and see what's holding you back. Because ultimately, it's all about you choosing to make new decisions, to realize you're worthy of any success that comes your way, no matter what anyone else may say, letting go of any fear, and shifting your perspective and your priorities if need be. How easy is it? Well, (laughs) that depends on you and how willing you are to take those steps and believe in yourself. I know I believe in you. You can succeed. Look at it and really feel through it and see if you want it, because you deserve it. Thank you for listening to Connect to Joy. If you love the show, make sure you rate, review, and share this podcast, and subscribe so you never miss an episode. Contact the host, Carol DeShane, with questions and comments, ideas for future episodes, or if you would like to become a guest. And remember, transformation is a journey and not an end destination. So be kind to yourself, because you are already enough to have the joyful, limitless life that you desire.